the contributions that Dr. Martin Luther King made to just society is not just regulated to black history. This is a part of American history. And I look forward to this day every year because it is a day to just honor this great man. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 6-11, winter storm followed by brutal cold. Former President Donald Trump and his supporters shrugging it off in Iowa. We have a lot of people here. If this is any indication, the storm has had zero effect. We through broken glass to see Trump. You would? Yep. And the caucus room too? Yes. Yep. The weather doesn't matter. Saving America is what matters. Iowa caucuses today. First poll that actually counts in the race for the White House. ABC News correspondent Stephen Portnoy is in Des Moines, Iowa this morning with the air temp. Uh, I probably don't need to tell you, Stephen. 14 below zero. Good morning. Oh, thanks for that reminder. <laughs> I appreciate it. Look, I'll be staying inside for most of the day as much as I can. Uh, and, and I think a lot of Iowans will, too. And that's the, the X factor, right? How many people actually leave their homes and go to churches, community centers, and schools at 7 o'clock Central Time tonight to take part in this process? Uh, eight years ago was the high watermark for turnout here in Iowa. 186,000 Republicans came out in that competitive race where it was really the first opportunity for Americans to cast a vote for Donald Trump. He didn't win the Iowa caucus. Ted Cruz did, but uh, it was a lot of excitement in the lead up to that that saw 186,000 people come out. I asked the Iowa GOP chair what kind of impact the weather might have. He didn't know, but he said that all the precautions are being taken, and he noted that Iowans are a hardy lot. I, you know, we, we heard from one man who said, I've got a warm coat and a big truck. <laughs> I'll be just fine. <laughs> yes. uh, I should note that uh, the Iowa caucuses are a, a significant point of pride for Hawkeyes. Uh, it's been the first in the nation contest, certainly on the Republican side, for about a half century. The Democrats are interested in, uh, in, in removing Iowa's status, and if this had been a competitive field, this would not be the first contest on the Democratic side this year. But uh, it is the first contest on the Republican side. That is the competitive race. And uh, despite the weather, Donald Trump, who's the, the far and away the frontrunner here, had hundreds of people come out to a rally about 20 miles south of where I am in Indianola, and he said, even if it kills you, he said it in jest, but even if you pass away, it will have been worth it if you come out and caucus for him. So, uh, look, the Des Moines Register poll that came out Saturday night has him with a 28-point lead over his nearest rival, Nikki Haley, who's been uh, surging, coming up a couple points. Uh, and Ron DeSantis is uh, placing third in that poll, but the enthusiasm level for Trump and DeSantis is much higher than for Haley. So perhaps if people might have been thinking about whether they would want to risk coming out in the negative, you know, 15-degree temperatures, uh, it would be perhaps the Nikki Haley supporters who might not be as interested or as motivated as the Trump and DeSantis supporters. I know we're short on time here, Stephen. Before we let you go, what's our timeline looking like tonight? What's the, what, when will we know? Well, that's a great question. So the uh, caucuses are at 8 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, it, 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 most of these events will, will move with, with deliberate speed. Uh, they are meetings. People will fill out the slips of paper and they'll be counted. And then there'll be results announced in each of the one thousand five hundred plus precincts they'll all be reported into the state party and maybe by about nine thirty ten o'clock we'll have results Stephen portnoy abc news national correspondent live from des moines this morning thank you Stephen. stay warm you bet sports up next with brandon snide time for an update from the gruber law offices one call that's all sports desk here's brandon snide 
The world counted them out, but the Packers simply did not care. Aaron Jones ran for three touchdowns. Jordan Love threw for three more in his postseason debut. And the Packers handed the Cowboys their first home loss since 2022. It was a boat race in a 48-32 wild card stunner on Sunday afternoon. Here's Love. Pressure. Back foot throw. End zone. It is caught for the touchdown. Dontavian Wicks. Oh, my goodness. Some of us would call it a stunner, but some of us here, Eric, called this game the way you it did. was. <laughs> you did. Did you think that was going to happen? I believed it all week. I said happen. it after right. they beat the Bears. Snowplow. <laughs> the call there on Fox is Jordan Love absolutely cooking the Cowboys. Roll. Finishing his playoff debut with a near-perfect passer rating, including 272 yards Barrel and those roll. three touchdowns. Being in the locker room right there, it's a, it's a great environment to be in. You know, I am just can't say enough how proud I am of everybody in the locker room. It's been a long season. Uh, we've been counted out. A lot of the season, so um, just the way everybody keeps keeps battling, keeps competing, uh, getting better, and obviously putting on great performances like uh, tonight. So um, it's a great feeling. One more, one more, one more boat race. <laughs> We're out of boat races. We're out of boat races. Uh, boat race with the win. The number seven seeded Green Bay will now travel to San Francisco for the divisional round. The Packers becoming the first number seven seed to knock off a number two seed. Since the NFL began this playoff format back in 2020. So proud of our guys. Just the mindset that they had coming down here and to put a, put on a performance like that. Uh, couldn't be happier for, for them. Certainly we knew it was going to be difficult. And, uh, you know, hats off to Dallas making it a game at the end of the game. And just couldn't be happier for our guys. Obviously, um, really excited about the next opportunity. There we go. I was waiting for one more. That opportunity there for Coach LaFleur and his pack set for Saturday night in San Francisco against the number one seeded Niners. That kickoff slated for 7-15. Over to the NBA where the Packers were not the only sports team to bring a smile to Wisconsin fans on a cold Sunday night. With the Bucks down two and five seconds remaining in the game, Damian Lillard reminding everyone what time it is. Lillard goes into the front court. He's going to fire up a three for the win! Dave Kane on the call there as the Bucks beat the Sacramento Kings 143 to 142 in overtime. Lillard with three of his team high 29 points there, and with the victory, Milwaukee finishes its four-game homestand with a record of three and one to improve to 28 and 12 on the season. And lastly, Vince, the Lions. Where were you 32 years ago? That was their last playoff victory until no last kidding. night. Yeah, three decades, 24 to 23. A, a really good Sunday night game. Are you? I would like an opportunity to see them one more time. I think we will. <laughs> that would be delicious. <laughs> 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 622 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yes, it'll be Packers and 49ers Saturday night. That's a 7 p.m. kickoff with a trip to the NFC Championship on the line. Stun the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. I want to spend a oh moment my gosh. on the Cowboys. 
because this team was once the destroyer of dreams for the Green Bay Packers. Right, Those teams in the mid to late 90s, really mid-90s, as the Packers were rising up, yeah, our playoff yeah. hopes went to Dallas to die year after year after year. And now the Cowboys, firmly the Packers' donkeys, to be abused at will. can't reach back and look at a playoff loss, uh, uh, but this uh, uh, seems like the, uh, the, the most uh, painful. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. Not that there's any world's smallest violin for me being floored. I get that. I understand that. Felt really good about the week of preparation. Thought we matched up well. You know, we, didn't, we, didn't, we clearly picked the Picked the wrong day uh, to have a bad day. <laughs> Cowboys owner Jarrah Jones in there, former coach Jimmy Johnson in there, and old friend and a guy with a street named after him in Green Bay, Cowboys coach for now, Mike McCarthy. Oh, my gosh, bad day. Are you kidding? Absolutely boat raced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't even a game. It was never a game. When did you text me? After Savage had the pick six, the pick six. making it 27-zip, I texted you and said, ball, ball game. game. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> then I texted you guys. It's the boat race. Yeah. Boat race. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Over. Just over. Um, so, yeah. I guess uh, now, now again, you, we play these same teams every year, it feels like, doesn't it? Now you got to go do the Niners again. It's the 90s all over again, though. Like, same teams, right? Niners were good then, too. Yeah. And actually, we got... We sort of gained respect, the Packers did, by beating the Niners on the road early in that run and beat them again the year we went to the Super Bowl. You know, so like that, that's what we did. Beat them, beat them, actually, both of those years we went to the Super Bowl. Beat them at our place in the Mud Bowl in the divisional round and then beat them in the NFC Championship out at their place to go to Super Bowl 32. So, how are you feeling about this weekend? I don't know. I'm not on this weekend yet. I'm just still basking in the glow. I get it. I get it. How's Snide feeling this morning? Oh, my gosh. Well, so Snide says he's going to jump in the lake now. Brandon's I will busy. swan dive into Lake Michigan. That's what he said on the air yesterday. <laughs> Football guy. I'm not sure I understand. Actually, I got to tease him about this. Like, if he was so confident the Packers were going to win, he should say he'll jump in the lake if the Cowboys would have won the game. You know, kid, out of anger. The- <laughs> Fine, I'll take the punishment. Right. By the way, the Cowboys had nine, I think it was nine and a half points in Vegas. My husband was there in Vegas this weekend. He's like, oh, I should have put money down. If it were nine and a half, holy cow. Oh, my cow. God. Yeah, and they would have totally made it, and they would have, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, it's the uh, 7 o'clock Saturday game. I don't know. We got stuff going Saturday that's so hard for Oh, a lot what, of you folks, got a right? wedding yeah, to go well, to? <laughs> boy, there probably are. Story. Think about that. There are. And people are going to be talking, you know, are we going to have TVs? Or are we not going to have TVs? It's my wedding. I think you All have of those to. Things. Could you have a TV uh, at your event? <laughs> no, we can talk more about that. Okay. So Packers and 49ers, 7 p.m. kick on Saturday with a trip to the NFC Championship on the line. Packers already know their next trial ahead of them. They play Saturday night. Brandon Snyder looks ahead in sports at 645. Didn't it seem like every receiver was like wide open by 20 yards? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I've never the, seen so much green. <laughs> the Cowboys not have 11 men on the field? Wow. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so after being <laughs> delayed for several months because of the strikes, the Emmys are tonight. 
And they might be set up to fail. The Emmys just feel weird this year. First of all, because they were supposed to happen last year. Now they're on a Monday in January, and historically weekday award shows aren't great for ratings. That would be a big blow for the Emmys, which saw their lowest ratings ever last year. Tonight, they have to compete with an NFL playoff game and the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good luck with that, ABC's Jason Nathan. Why did they drop it on today? Well, I mean, they like, had... I know they delayed and delayed, but like, and take another a, day. This was a big one. 75th anniversary, so they wanted to do it right and make it a thing. So obviously with the strike, they had to push it back. So now it's tonight, and you got all of these other yeah. things. Couldn't you push place. it back to mid-February when nothing's happening think, after the Super yeah, Bowl? Well, but then you're getting in the... Oscar season and all the other stuff that's going on. And maybe a one-two punch. I don't know. Run it right before the Oscars. You can watch awards all day. (laughs) Yeah, why not? 6.38 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We'll talk about the thousands of power outages still underway and examine the prospect of a cold day for schools. A lot of folks off today for the Martin Luther King holiday, but uh, Tuesday doesn't look real pretty. We'll talk about that next. And hope you like it because we got a few more days of it. Bitter cold sticking around for days here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Most dangerous as far as wind chills would be today and tomorrow. Wind chill advisory you heard uh, Tyler say, in effect. In, well, for the next couple of yeah, days. Next couple of days. Until Wednesday. Yeah. North of 7,000 people still without power this morning. Many of them lost that power Friday night. Everybody knows somebody who is without power if you right. are not among them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least for a period. A lot of folks that went out Friday night came back on overnight Friday into Saturday. Right? You didn't have any issues, no power outage. In I your was place? here. I was right when some neighbors in Greendale also lost power. Like one subdivision over in Greendale, we call them sections. Okay, one group over, like we, I could hear surging. Like really? Like the, where? Oh, in your here house? we go. Yeah, somewhere mm. in the box. Something. <laughs> That's a sound I don't want to hear. Well, I should Surging. follow up on that, right? Uh, but some folks still without power. It's been days. TMJ4's Kaylee Starl uh, caught up with Ruby Miller, who's uh, shacked up in a hotel. Miller is just one of many who are turning to hotels after losing power at home during this weekend snowstorm. On Friday night, we ended up losing power and never got it back on, and we lost everything. I went to several hotels in West Dallas. Managers tell me they saw people checking in on Saturday and Sunday after losing lights and heat. I feel horrible for all these other people, especially those who can't afford places like this. Just not knowing what's going to happen and when it's going to come back. Some folks are in warming centers that have been opened, having to stay overnight, sleeping on cots and what? Because if you didn't have family or someplace else to stay or didn't have the means... You have to get out of this. It's just awful. I mean, it just, it's so unbearable. It's of no use to anyone, right? Like, I'm not a winter sports guy, but I know so many people are here in southeast Wisconsin. They love the snow. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll I'll weather that so folks can enjoy it. It's an economic driver in sure, our state yeah. for sure. I can get behind that. Big snow, whatever. But this is no good for anybody. When yeah, it just hurts to even be right. outside. How's this helping anyone? My dog was completely thrown off his game. He was using the bathroom in the middle of someone's driveway because he just didn't even know to, <laughs> where to go during our walk. Tried to put a sweater on one of my dogs, the puppy. He was sitting on the couch. That was not a good idea. Yeah. He decided to go right there. I'm like, no, no. no. Now, as far as school is concerned, a lot of folks are off for the Martin Luther King holiday today. Tuesday morning will still be bitter cold. As Brandon indicated, the low temperature tonight is nine below. Typically, they'll call off school for a wind chill warning, and that threshold is 35 below for the wind chill. Doesn't look like we'll hit it. Tonight and tomorrow, we'll be knocking on the door with winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, but uh, 
Tyler's got wind chills dipping as low as 30 below zero, but not quite to that 35 below threshold. So at this point, I would predict they will still have school on Tuesday, but we'll be knocking on the door. 645, Brandon's Got Sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Jordan Love threw for three touchdowns. Aaron Jones ran for three more, and the Packers shocked the Cowboys in Dallas by a final score of 48-32 to 32 in race. the NFC wildcard round. The Packers with the win become the first number 7 seed to win an NFL playoff Snowplow. game. Next up, a date with the number 1 seeded Niners in Santa Clara Barrel on roll. Saturday night. There we go. <laughs> Damian Lillard hit a buzzer-beating three-pointer in overtime as the Bucks dethroned the Kings in a 143-142 to thrilling win. Lillard led the way with 29 points, and with the victory, the Bucks win their third straight game to improve to 28-12. and And lastly, the number 11th-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles will look to snap their two-game losing skid with a visit from Villanova tonight in Milwaukee. Tip-off time set for later this afternoon at 1.30. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. Believe it or not, the Green Bay Packers are moving on in the playoffs and now sit just two wins away from playing in this year's Super Bowl. Say those words out loud once more and think back to the month of October when this team won zero games and things looked about as bleak as it gets. Can you believe this team is at where it's at right now? Who would have thought? Honestly, is this not one of the most unpredictable seasons since, I don't know, who knows when? After thrashing the Cowboys in Jerry's world once more, Jordan Love and head coach Matt LaFleur are moving on and after that victory, it dawned on me. This was the most most significant Packers playoff win since the year they won their last Super Bowl in 2010. Following the Packers' win in Super Bowl 45, Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay teams to multiple playoff games that were coupled with both wins and losses, and yes, some of them big, but to me, not as big as what happened on Sunday afternoon in Arlington, Texas. Injuries, youth, inexperience, you name it, the Packers have it, and now the world is officially on notice. Over those Rodgers years, those Packer teams were expected to be great. They drafted well under Ted Thompson and were one of the best teams in the NFC for quite some time. This team this year was not supposed to be here. This was not supposed to happen. They just weren't. It was supposed to be a rebuilding year. They were counted out more times than any other team that's left remaining in the dance, and somehow, someway, this team just keeps fighting off adversity like never before. They began the season with a lousy 2-5 and five record and couldn't buy a win for over a month and now sit on the doorstep of shocking the world after making history as the first number 7 seed to knock off a number 2 seed. Down, but never out. The mantra for this 2023 Packers team. Keep counting out the pack. It seems to be the way they like it. At 6.54 on Wisconsin's Morning News, national holiday today, observing the life and contributions of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Our teammates at 1017 The Truth have a day of programming to honor Dr. Dr. King and, and celebrate here in southeast Wisconsin. Our guy Telly Hughes, host of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, joins us live from the 27th annual YMCA MLK Breakfast. Morning, Telly. 
Good morning. How you doing, guys? Doing well. Specifically, what are what are you uh, talking about this morning as you get set for the breakfast? Uh, again, like you just said, we are going to uh, have a remembrance of Dr. Martin Luther King. Can't believe it's been 56 years since his passing, uh, passing in 1968. And as a part of the 27th uh, annual YMCA MLK Day breakfast celebration, uh, they have like speech winners and and uh, they've had different contests. So we are actually going to interview one of the winners of the speech contest. It's a fourth grader. Her name is Journey Granberry, and we had a chance to interview her uh, a week or two back, Vince and Eric. And oh my God, this young lady is outstanding. So looking forward to that. But it's just really a day. Uh, to just set aside and just talk about the contributions that Dr. Martin Luther King made to just society is not just regulated to black history. This is a part of American history. And I look forward to this day every year because it is a day to just honor this great man. I love when you talk to the young people too, Telly, because you think about this young lady you were just talking about. She's a half century removed from the actual life of Dr. King. Do they get it? Like what, what are the messages that, that he put out that, that resonates with young people right now? Uh, I, I know that the biggest uh, message that Dr. King has had as a part of his, uh, one of the greatest speeches in, in history uh, is having a dream, but also just unifying. And I think each year, we try to sit back and analyze or, or try to get the pulse of, okay, where are we and what he was trying to fight for over 50 years or 55 years ago. And um, I, I'm, I'm hopeful every year that, I mean, this day is not just a day off from school, but to at least watch a program. There's all type of programs throughout the day in the city. If you want to in person, I don't know with today being super duper cold, people were more inclined to do so, but there's programming on PBS and all type of different uh, networks are going to do different things. So I hope Vince that people pay attention, the younger generation pay attention and really understand what he was doing in the era he was doing it. Appreciate it, Telly. It's going to be a long and great day of broadcasting on 1017 The Truth today, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.